StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Happy New Year. It is 2022, and this is this month in German startups wrapping up already January 2022. Of course, Christian is here with me again. Hey, Chris, how you doing in New York? Hey, I'm good. Uh, we are already on the other end of the Omicron wave, and uh, I'm. Nah, it's going to be a good spring, maybe. That's what we always thought. But uh, yeah, mood is good. How about you? Yeah, let's hope it will all get better. By the way, Happy New Year, guys. Welcome to This Month in German Startups, January 2021, by StartupRate.io. In a news recording, as you already know, Chris from New York and me, Joe from Frankfurt am Main, Germany. This recording is sponsored by Invest in Hessen and StartupRaven.com. It is in radio syndication as well with our very own station, Startup.radio. You can listen to it 24-7, including content from a lot of other awesome podcasters and our partner network, IBGR Network. We recorded this new episode on Monday, January 24th, 2022. All news not yet included here will be published, of course, in the next episode. There will be also a special together with Bill. Um, his name is really William Eastman, but everybody calls him Bill on the Atomical State of European Tech 2021. And Bill is the founder of the IBGR network, and that will be an audio-only podcast. Keep in mind, this is a new year, 265 blank new pages, so let's write the best story possible. And of course, Chris, I hear the siren. You are already off the hook for a donut when I'm next time in New York. By the way, I would like to change our agreement to bagels. <laughs> yes, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about our highlights. Chris, what do you got for us? So, uh, yeah, last year was actually pretty amazing for the German startup scene. Um, there are now officially 25 unicorns in Germany. We feel obviously that there's, uh, going to be more to come. Um, and apart from that, in today's episodes, we have 60 million for Sunfire for coming from the federal government in Germany. We have Go Students, tutors and students who start to critique the company. Uh, Tado is looking to IPO via SPAC. And also Cherry Ventures had been good in snatching up stakes in unicorns early. And now Cherry raises their own fourth fund. Um, yeah, so let's talk startups. First, a little bit about our enablers, Invest in Hessen. This show is made possible by Hessen Trade and Invest with the brand Invest in Hessen. You can learn more about them at invest-in-hessen.com. Of course, the link down here in the show notes. And we also run a dedicated sub podcast with all the interviews and news in cooperation with them. You can learn more on the anchor page of this podcast. And there is also startupraven.com, the best way to identify investors and cooperation partners for early stage startups. You can sign up for early access at startupraven.com. And I may have to add a little piece of information here. We still have the anchor page on Tech Startups Germany, but we're now hosted at a different hosting service. So 
if you have trouble with our feed. Anyway, just let us know. We will figure it out with our new hosting service. By the way, also hosted in New York, Chris. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, which is a good place. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm ready to talk about the top news. And I was already hinting at it just now that um, Germany right now is at around 25 unicorns, still counting. Um, we have a link on our website uh, at the German uh, to the German website Gründerszene, where uh, they basically have a little overview over all these unicorns. Um, one, for example, is the Frankfurt-based Clark, um, which is an intro tech startup. And uh, they also were uh, part of our show already. We have uh, two one-on-one -on -one interviews with the founder. And so you can learn a bit more about Clark on in our own content universe as well. And we have uh, two unicorns in Austria, Bitpanda and Go Student. Then I also already talked about Sunfire. Um, Sunfire is actually from Dresden in Germany, so the eastern part of the country. Uh, they raised 109 million euros in venture capital, which is the largest fundraising to date for sustainable hydrogen. And also the national, the federal government in Germany added 60 million euro in grants to industrialize the process. So an interesting company to look into, probably Sunfire. Uh, Go student, very different area of uh, expertise. Uh, it's an online tutoring startup from Austria that raises 300 or raised 300 million euros in venture capital at a 3 billion euros, which is 3.4 billion US dollars valuation. They inch closer to becoming Austria's most valuable startup, which right now is Bitpanda, valued at 3.6 billion euros, 4.1 billion US dollars. But also we see that Go Student faces criticism from tutors and students. A bit more about that can be found in our show notes. Then we have news about Tado, a company from Munich um, working in smart home heating controls, a bit similar to Google's Nest. They want to IPO via a SPAC and um, add a valuation of 450 million euros 510 million US dollars merging with GFJ ESG acquisition uh, based in Luxembourg. More about that in the show notes, which also makes me hand over to you. Oh, very nice. Thank you very much. I have some updates, guys, for you in what we call the GSA broker, Neo Broker Wars. Uh, background is a lot of startups, fintechs. Some with, some without banking license are increasingly getting busy, getting people to trade in the style of Robin Hood, meaning usually you don't pay any fees at all or, or just, just a few bucks and you can trade sometimes even on a flat rate. Um, one of the participants, you already know those guys, N26, they had to publish details for 2020. Um, their revenue in, oh, I do believe 2021. I'm very sorry about that glitch. One of them is N26 and they had to publish details for 2021. Revenue increases to 110 million euros and 2.9 million active users. They also want to add 300 people 
to their team in Brazil, even though they just declared a Europe first strategy. And in France, former customers of N26 are suing the bank. Their accounts have been closed by N26 and they are locked out. According to the customers, they never got their money back and now more than 600 are already gathering in a Facebook group. There are new hires in the unicorn neo broker Droid Republic. They hired two senior bankers for the management team with experiences at Citibank, Norris and Deutsche Bank, as well as Erste Group, which is a large financial group in Austria. Talking about again about Austria, the Austrian fintech unicorn Bitpanda now offers its client more than one thousand shares and assets for trading and investing and i was digging a little bit in my past because in the past i've been working with a lot of funds and so just to put it in perspective here the lipa funds database from Riffinage has more than 350,000 active shares and classes across 80 markets so you can say there's still a little bit room to grow the new competitors joined the market from abroad as well First to mention, of course, everybody, almost everybody would know Revolut. They start in Germany with their own European banking license, going head to head with N26 in the German market. And they are planning for a German office. I would assume it will be finally here when Corona is eventually over. Also, the French fintech Quanto, spelled Q-O-N-T-O, raises 486 million US dollars. Of those, 100 million will go into their expansion in the German business market. Christian, you want to talk a little bit about Cherry Ventures? Uh, yeah, especially since I come from the German capital of uh, cherries. <laughs> in that, North that is West. an insider so, joke, and you have to correlate it with his interview we made in uh, New York when I was there at the City University when you talked about how you got to New York. We're not going to tell anything else. We linked the interview down here in the show notes. Also, it's not an insider joke. It's my biography we're talking about, you know. So, SellerX, Flink, Auto One, Forto, Infarm, all unicorns. And they have one thing in common. Uh, there are unicorns in which uh, Cherry Ventures has invested or has invested. Now, they closed their fourth fund with uh, 300 million euros, 304 million US dollars. So, things are looking quite well. Which brings us to the end of the top stories. Um, but in order, before we move on, um, today I get to brag and uh, do the housekeeping because we put the numbers together for 2021. We officially reached more than 5 million of you or had 5 million contacts with investors and entrepreneurs in 2021. We are a globally a top 75 science podcast, a top 125 tech podcast, a top 650 business podcast. Um, Listen Notes, which is the largest podcast search engine, ranks us as a global top 0.5% podcast and Player FM ranks our startup Raid.io podcast, as well as our sub-podcast FinTech, Blockchain, Startup News, Deep Tech, Security Sutra, in their top 10 recommendations for entrepreneurship in Germany. So thank you, thank you, thank you for you being part of our audience, making this possible, and being one of the thousands of people who download uh, 
some type of our content or one of the episodes each week. And of course, this makes us very happy. Now, now you're, you're, you're going the, really another siren yeah, in the background. Yeah, uh -huh. I can <laughs> Showing off. Guys, once again, thank you very much. You are an awesome audience. Uh, let us know if you want anything else, if you uh, have suggestions for improvement or anything else down here in the show notes. There's always a way to reach out to us. Uh, which brings us to the ecosystem and um, always the type of news that we're looking for that actually explain a bit more about the bigger uh, startup environment in Germany. So according to the Bitcom Association in Germany, right now there are not around 96,000 open positions in IT in Germany, which is a significant increase from 2020. And um, for background in Germany for years and decades now, there has been this discussion that there are enough, not enough well-educated people in uh, areas like engineering, programming, etc. So um, this trend definitely goes on and Germany is very much looking for IT people in all kinds of sizes and shapes. Uh, European Tech 2021 in data by Sifted was published. Um, just two highlights that caught our eye were that $130 billion uh, were raised and that there were 247 financing rounds, which were bigger than a hundred million dollars, than a hundred million dollars. So 247 rounds being really, really big, 78 new unicorns they are mentioning. And you will notice the data is not matching pitch books or the one from Crunchbase or others, because as always, everybody is kind of counting a bit differently has probably different uh, different timeframes they are looking at. So yeah, but still overall, I think what's important here is the tendency that actually the market is really, I was going to say the market is really healthy, but the market is really hot, maybe. Who knows if it's healthy or not? Time will tell. And then uh, a third thing in the ecosystem, a third article topic that caught our eye is that the sharing economy in Germany um, it could fail, uh, which <laughs> sounds dramatic. And uh, it's the result of a study that comes uh, from research of Fraunhofer Institute, not necessarily a place known in Germany for uh, crazy, scandalizing headlines. So this is actually a substantial concern uh, about the fact that probably many, many Germans cannot imagine sharing, for example, clothing, other daily items, or even like machinery, like, um, I don't know, your lawnmower or something. It's just not something that Germans do. So um, there are more in-depth thoughts about that in a link in our show notes, which makes us move on to the hubs. And I'm going to hand back to you. Thank you, Chris. Yes, hubs. Uh, we got some feedback from Michael from St. Anthony. Yes, they are a little bit random, but we want to draw your attention to the fact then more than 80% of the startup activity in Germany is taking place outside of Berlin. There are many deserving startups, cities, and of course, entrepreneurs who will never get any English coverage. We would not, would it not be for us? This is why this section exists. Talking about my, Chris, yeah. Having, having said that, thanks for the feedback and thanks for reaching out, obviously. Yes. Frankfurt. Yeah. Um, 
seed funding for Frankfurt-based Split App. We'll receive this via press release. Reach out to us as well. Contact at startupright.io. They help to digitize restaurants and bars with online orders and payment processes. They raised six-digit seed funding from venture capital Hessen Capital 3, Hessen Capital 3, and angels Daniel von Wedel, Alexander von Wedel, Olaf Kempen, Michael Jarocki and MR Beteiligungen. On another note, Deutsche Börse also headquartered in Frankfurt and operating Frankfurt Stock Exchange, Xetra Stocks and the DAX Index family buys Zug in Switzerland based Crypto Finance AG, a marketplace for digital assets only two months after investing in the company. The multi-banking fintech Finanzguru, also called Dwins with a D because it is founded by twins, raises 8 million euros venture capital. And Kobe.bike founder Andreas Galat, he was one of the very early success stories here in Frankfurt. I remember Kobe.bike being a almost global success in crowdfunding when it just started out. Leaves Bosch e-bike unit, which he joined as an executive with the acquisition of his startup, Kobe.bike. Christian, you got some more geography here, right? Yeah, um, so Tübingen, close to my old hometown of Stuttgart in southwest Germany, is um, is the head... Uh, or is the city that hosts the headquarters of a company that a lot of media attention went to in recent months in Germany called CureVac. And they have become, um, well, famous, but also um, like dubiously famous in a way because their uh, Corona vaccine efforts were uh, like, they started out very hopefully or very hopeful. And now, uh, really those hopes kind of evaporated because the company faces huge, huge challenges. So even though they are considered to be like a something like a former biotech shooting star, uh, now we can see that CureVac had to ditch their initial corona vaccine efforts, uh, but they do want to make a comeback with a dedicated Omicron vaccine now. Um, they will start their clinical phase one trial uh, of this like corona vaccine of the second generation in Q1 2022, so right now. And we will see what comes out of it. So far, um, the biggest success story from Germany is definitely um, BioNTech, internationally known as the Pfizer vaccine, because basically BioNTech played the major role in developing it. Pfizer played the major role in scaling it up on a worldwide level because BioNTech is a pretty small or comparatively a very small company would not have had the uh, capacities. And um, on a little side note there, um, some, some, some story about uh, German governmental finances. So there is the idea that um, a, uh, that in Germany, you should be able to live or to have the same chances in life and the same level of comfort uh, all over the country, no matter in which state or, or area of the country you live. And one way to secure this on a taxation level or in a tax, tax money level is... Um, what is called the Länderfinanzausgleich, which is a very nice German word, basically meaning that the richest states give 
some of their tax money that they collected because they have the bigger companies through the poorer states so that over time the living circumstances um, meet in the middle. And Rhineland Palatinate, the little state in which... I was um, born, yeah. You were born. And also BioNTech was born <laughs> in the city of Mainz. Um, Rhineland Palatinate always used to be one of the states that took money from the others, but just the single success of BioNTech, which uh, they ended up with like billions of profit in, la in the last year, only this uh, one company made the whole country flip from being a taker country to a, uh, a taker state to a giver state. So yeah, end of that little side note there um and moving on to leipzig um, and saxony on um, this little side East, note yeah actually uh, the city of Mainz makes so much money they want to become a hub for biotech and i already reached out to the people in charge there to talk about what they are planning that might be an interview depending on how things are going there we'll keep you updated Yeah, because also Mainz is very close to Frankfurt for people not that familiar with German geography. Um, Leipzig, where is the city in which Germany's Lecturio is based? They raised 39.89 million euros, so basically 40 million euros to accelerate the growth of their medical and nursing education platform in Munich bit faster jumping around here. In Munich in the south, there is Heimkapital, which raised 300 million euros from undisclosed investors to buy shares in homes in Germany. Uh, German real estate as basically real estate everywhere is kind of a hot button topic right now. And they hope to make money there as well. Um, do you want to do Austria and Switzerland? Yes, of course. I can do our friendly neighbors. Austria, BAM Ticketing, Vienna-based blockchain ticketing startup raises 1 million euros from investors and crowdfunding and wants to take on big clients now. Graz, also a city in Austria, there is a startup called EaseLink. They raise 8.3 million euros in a Series A funding for their matrix charging, a fully automated charging integrated into a parking spot for electric vehicles. That means there's a dedicated place for parking your electric vehicle. You just park there, no plugging in, nothing, and it charges. That is a pretty cool idea. Switzerland, the Swiss army drops what WhatsApp in favor of Threema since military personnel could still leave traces in WhatsApp, but they are not the only ones. The German army developed their own messenger available since November 2020. The Swiss digital asset bank Zygnum, S-Y-G-N-U-M, secures almost 80 million euros in funding and AI global expansion and Over 5 million Swiss francs been raised to advance EH Group fuel cell technology. Whew, that was a lot. Let's go a little bit to our general news and company section. Chris, you want to take this and I'll take over again at Fintechs. Yeah, sure. Just a couple of uh, impulses or topics that were on our minds lately. 
Um, IPOs, for example, are a big topic this year. Uh, we shared an article in the December news already, and uh, we found another one with a US perspective that also applies to Europe and Germany. Um, it's coming from PitchBook, and it's basically an overview of what to watch for in the 2022 IPO market. Um, also related to the December news, the German IPO candidates for 2022, Fintechs N26 and Solaris Bank, as well as the dating portal Parship Meet, um, they all may list in public markets in 2022. Um, we also have a little overview about this or a little link um, coming from Com Magazine and uh, the newswire german newswire as well which full disclosure i'm also working for then um we have the never-ending story of wirecard uh the uh big scandal i mean again the short version of it being wirecard used to be the unicorn fintech darling in germany politicians wanted to be seen with it but then it turned out that a lot of the things in the books like billions of value in the books did not actually exist so far that's the claim that's what's being research now. And um, the last turn of events is that the Wirecard investors may be able to get some of their money back, but not from uh, the German banking controlling instance BaFin, um, but from EY, the investor's lawyer. Uh, One of the Wirecard investors' the, yeah. lawyer claims they get some money claims. back from EY. Yeah. Yeah. Mm? Yes. So, uh, yeah. So the news came from the investor's lawyer that maybe EY, because EY had the task to look into the books of Wirecard and the claim is that they did not do that properly. Um, so maybe EY is liable to uh, pay some of the money. Um, we have two articles about this explaining it a bit clearer than I did just now. And um, we also have news about a uh, different kind of startup. We also talked about a lot in the last couple of months, uh, delivery startup. So Delivery Hero is now acquiring a majority stake in the Spanish delivery company Glovo. TechCrunch is writing about this. But they also just shut down their German business after just four months operating in their home market for the second time. They had already left in 2002 and came back in 2021, but now uh, again, And it turned out that this was not successful. Maybe again, got coming back to this idea that Germans are in a lot of areas really, really price sensitive. That may be maybe not with fintechs. Yeah, that that may be possible. Yeah, just check fintechs. Berlin-based crowdfunding platform Neufund is shutting down. Why we're shutting down our successful fundraising platform is an article of one of the founders we linked down here because it is in English. The German fintech oversight BaFin investigates crypto startup CakeD5 for, potential, for potentially offering unlicensed financial services in Germany. They are formally headquartered in Singapore, but founded by a German entrepreneur, but without a valid financial services license in Europe. Peter Thiel invested, amongst others, 40 million US dollars in Berlin-based Introtech Koya, which is now acquired by French competitor Luco. Berlin-based fintech Moss 
raises 75 million euros in Series B, valued at half a billion US dollars. The investors include again Peter Thiel's Vala Ventures, bringing the total investment to more than 150 million US dollars for this copper credit card startup. And the VC funds of German billionaire Carsten Maschmeyer and fintech unicorn Personio invest in Berlin-based travel expense startup Circular, as they call it, eight digits venture capital. Um, we just have a very few investment rounds. Uh, let's say good news with Chris can take again, right? Uh, yes. So really just a, a couple of impulses here. We have Katja's Green Food. Uh, they invested in the impact startup Unmilk. Um, more about that on the website Veganomist as in Vegetarian Economist, VEG Economist. Um, Circularity Capital and Keen Venture Partners, as well as existing, existing investors, invest 80 million euro, 30 million in equity, 50 million in debt in the Berlin-based software as a service startup Lenders to be 2023 the leading SaaS solution for hybrid work in Germany. And Europe. those are just two of the... Uh, in, <laughs> for in, in Europe, they have bigger plans than I allowed them to have. They should not be stopped because of me. And um, this is it from the news section. We have three more ideas for you how to stay ahead of the curve um, with advice for entrepreneurs and how uh, other startups uh, to pay attention to. And I would say this is it from New York before we hear, hear a third siren. Yes. I'm going to say goodbye from New York. Exactly. Chris, it was, as always, a pleasure uh, covering the news with you. Hopefully, have you back in February. We will publish our February news very likely on, again, the 24th of February. Chris, it was a pleasure again. Thank you very much. And best of luck in 2022. May be better than 2021. Same. I always wish you twice of what you wish me. Bye. Bye. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.